You're listening to the Weekly Wrap-Up on Spot Money News. Well, hello again, everyone, and welcome into this week's Weekly Wrap-Up from Sprott Money News. I'm your host, Craig Hemke, and joining us today from London is my friend and legendary metals trader, Andrew McGuire, as we give Eric Sprott just one more week off. Andrew, thank you so much for uh, taking some time and helping us out here at Sprott Money News. Well, Craig, it's really it's a, pr- a pleasure. Um, so let, I guess let's get on with it. I know you've got a very short amount of time here today. Um, let's start off by looking at this week's action. Um, now, really, th- it really encompasses what, what happened after non-farm payrolls uh, last Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, which, remember, we took out the we, we threatened to take out the 1300 and hold. Uh, and on Monday, of course, we saw some very aggressive defense of this major resistance, which is actually in reality a buffer zone ahead of the Rubicon line, uh, which is the January 15, 1308 commercial sell point. And I know you've drawn attention to that yourself. Yep. Now, a breach of this level will expose very large commercial short stops. Now, we've got empirical evidence su- suggesting a large percentage of these short stops are naked which is when uncovered is likely sees enough short cover to see the 14s quite quickly. Now, since the option expiry on the 26th of April, where, where of course, it was no surprise to see uh, GC and SI closing exactly in their sweet spots. Uh, If you remember, that was 1235 to 1240 for for gold. Um, Gold futures had clearly got some $40 above the lagging but slowly rising aggregated wholesale bid levels, which we as wholesalers had tracked moving up from the 1235s and then stalled at around 1250. Now, whenever we see, and a lot of people are concerned about open interest, but really you have to look at the the granular detail. Whenever we see a condition develop in the paper-centric non-delivery markets, it sets up the commercials to not only take the other side of these naked longs, but to do so naked short and with historical impunity. Mm-hmm. Now, to validate this, we just have to look at the massive short additions captured in the COT report and also into this last Wednesday's cutoff. And as we know, uh, not only is there stale reporting in the COT report, but there's also a 24-hour delay in the open interest. So uh, really, open interest as of reported today is really Wednesday's cutoff. Now, Sprott's John Embry drew attention to this condition in his excellent King World News interview this week. But let's also keep in mind the bulk of these naked short positions were only able to be added above the aggregated physical interest levels, but very aggressively in defense of this Rubicon line at 1308. Now, a breach of which threatens a commercial signal failure. Now, hence the massive fight at these levels, and we're continuing to see that today. Now, the CFTC is none the wiser, or let's say they're none the wiser, to this naked status of this fresh short positions because the commercials, uh, officials, and the, C- the CME self-regulating organization collating and reporting this COMEX data accepts unverifiable bullion bank short position reporting to have offsetting long positions in the opaque over-the-counter markets. Now... <laughs> We've been publicly reporting this, and I know you have, since way back in 2010. In reality, in the immediate term, if these positions were called in, Craig, these offsetting papers positions are underpinned by just eight ounces of gold per hundred ounces short sold. Yep. Now, we're, we've got 
Royal Reserve Bank of India data confirming this. Now, we're reaching the tipping point where these unallocated gold accounts are actually being called in, not on the COMEX, but in the global markets where the, the, the derived London spot price is used as a physical, physical benchmark twice a day for very large transactions, and I will stress, off loco London. And in the meantime, London continues to defend billions of dollars worth of increasing the offside derivative bets, while under their noses, global liquidity migrates to the physical exchanges. Now, the SGE fix is now front-running the AM London fix, as we know. Yep. And we know that this is being played down. And we also, But we're seeing a positive arbitrage effect influencing and dragging London spot upwards. And that's narrowing the spread between the physical price and the spot price. Now, you know, factor in the positive effect of the recently launched allocated bullion exchange and the effect it's having on the paper markets. Never before has a producer had the direct frictionalness conduit to the end user through a centrally cleared allocated physical exchange. That is so diverse, it's accessible to everyone in real time, 23 hours a day with the click of a mouse. So, Craig, we know the gold market is changing under our nose. We are witnessing history in the making. And this is ultimately a recipe for a cash market reset. Now, although officials and insider commercials have been able to generate as much synthetic gold as was necessary to swamp long naked synthetic gold interest, there is now a fly in the ointment, the only leveler. And the constraint to the amount of naked short COMEX positioning is that it can, that can be generated is the, the, the resulting exposure for these commercials to the physical market. So by short selling synthetic gold, it sets the spot price to the to very, very attractive levels. Now, I know that your Eric. Eric Spot has been re repeatedly drawn attention to the unprecedented bullish drivers that have made gold the go-to investment this year. Yeah, and yeah, and and looking so looking at the crosses, and I always say, well, wh what does this mean for for in the immediate term? What does it mean for the medium term or the long term? And looking at the crosses relating to gold in the larger picture, they're going to continue to be increasingly and bullishly influenced by the yield curve, which is so flat. There's little profit in trading the spread between a long-term maturity against short. So earning a reasonable risk-reward yield on paper money is no longer possible without taking on risk. So this is drawing in even the gold haters to seek fire insurance on their risk positions. And however, while this unplanned gold buying taps into tight, immediately deliverable supplies, the underlying physical that each eight ounces per hundred ounces of gold is anchored upon is migrating to the real physical markets. And that's forcing the commercials exposed to the physical markets to cover and to hedge long paper positions to offset this arterial liquidity bleeding that historically has allowed such a wash and rinse to ever exist in the first place. So agreed, as long as the paper centric hot money open interest fails to realize they're underpinned, which they don't. And it's, it's such a it's such a a U.S. centric view, unfortunately, but the hot money fails to realize they are actually underpinned um, under and the, the, the easily target visible naked long stops that they have are actually 
not that they're underpinned not that far below where they are now and this game will continue to persist a little longer as long as they don't realize this but the oscillations are tamping down and the lines between short covering and physical market bleeding will cross badly if the largest aggregated bid interest levels is overshot too far um and and i see that now where we have physical uh, wholesale interest levels rising and this is why i track this this information closely on a daily intraday basis so not just through our large liquidity providers and takers but also increasingly by tracking corresponding aggregated bid interest in our increasingly liquid abx physical hubs and that provides us a good insight now I know that there's a lot of people out there who, who say, yeah, yeah, hang on. There's no market manipulation. There never has been, even though, we, <laughs> even though we have admissions from Deutsche Bank and we have, you know, obviously, you know, we have enough of this. But, you know, they'll argue, pragmatically argue, hang on. There's a long to every short. So everything, you know, really everything ought to be equal. And all arguments that deny manipulation anchor on this valid point. However, it is the very nature of this large open interest structure that sets up the bouts of the directional short selling. And that is mm -hmm. the long-standing wash and rinse cycle that has many traders right and investors right now on the sidelines. So... While synthetic longs are spread out amongst a wide, diverse group of individual traders, almost none of whom ever plan to take delivery because right. they're merely spec speculating on a derivative gold price. On the other side of that position, a tiny, small, small number of commercials have a huge concentration of the offsetting short positions to those long positions. Absolutely sure in the knowledge, no one in the casino is planning to take delivery of any bullion. Now... Andy, can I can I I, I want to drive you back though to, for something that you mentioned earlier that I think is really important. Yeah, though, sure. That sure. I want people to pay attention to and have you reemphasize. What's the significance again of thirteen oh eight? Because we've seen that thirteen hundred level defended staunchly this week and even late last week. Uh, and if you if these spec longs knew the significance of that, maybe they'd make a drive at it. So tell everybody again the significance of thirteen oh eight, please. Right. Well, that that is really that is the uh, if we look, everyone look at their daily chart and have a look back at the uh, January 15 high uh, and we'll see you'll see a peak there at 1308. Uh -huh. And at that point there, and I remember at the time, there was a massive uh, short selling about uh, we saw a massive amount of short selling interest coming in. Yes. And again, uh, at that time, uh, we didn't have. This, the physical the physical markets were not as strong as they are now, and we've seen the massive change since December, really, um, where the physical markets have become so relevant and uh, have been driving the price. So I think, whereas they were able to easily, and I talk about they as a a group, a small group of commercials, um, were able to collude and we have evidence that they do that and admitted evidence they do that to drive the price back down again and create that very profitable wash and rinse this time around they don't have they're, they're pitched up against a rising wholesale aggregated limit order level that is consistently riding rising because there is so much unprecedented interest in in uh, physical gold which forces these actual commercials these this is novel. I, I can't believe I'm saying this. This is a novel uh, uh, event. 
they're actually being forced to make markets craig yeah and 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 even though there is a and what i'm trying to make the point is above where these aggregated limit orders are an area they do not want to delve into is uh, is obviously the only area that they can play this naked game and so as these uh, wholesale limit orders rise and as more and more people come in whether you be a gold hater or whether you just simply are a stacker or whatever it is that drives you to buy gold as insurance or or an investment um obviously you then are forced as a commercial you're then forced to 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 you're exposed to the physical market ultimately because whatever price that you decide that you want to sell a short sell into is going to create that price in london which is then used as a benchmark not because we only see three to five tons a day delivered in london but we're seeing a huge tonnage delivered based upon that benchmark elsewhere off loco london and through as we say the physical exchanges so really it's this 1308 line is it's going to uncover a huge amount of short open interest and if wholesalers see the price settle above 1300 for at least two days i guarantee those wholesale limit orders that were in the 13 uh, 1250 level are going to move up to 13 because at this point here uh, you see there's competition they, they don't collude and it's like the sge is structured in such a way where it's it where you have a uh, the the uh, the participants are not um pitched against each oh, sorry are pitched against each other so you've got no collusion whatsoever you've got the jewelers you've got the banks you've got all of these guys in there together uh, making a price that compete with each other so i think it's just such a historic change in yeah. the whole structure of 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 the gold market if, if, if i might then and that wholesale aggregated bid that you said is down near 1250 that obviously that must su- supply support to the paper market because we saw that level rising through 1230 and 1240 all through april well exactly and and back back in april it was 1235 yeah uh and 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 that's exactly where they didn't want to where the commercials didn't want to go dip into that area i mean obviously uh if there is a huge amount of long stops to offset your exposure in the in the physical market you might have an overshoot and but that overshoot is going to be used for commercial short covering because they're exposed to the physical market so so really, even though one's leveraged and one's unleveraged, and that's why we see this slight lag, but we're seeing those lags start and the oscillations start to even out. And the SGE uh, fix is one of those things that is beginning to bring this arbitrage process into play where we're seeing London spot lifted by and then spreads narrowing because it's being actually, excuse me, I'll just remove that, uh, where it's actually being um obviously being being arbitraged if if i might ask you about that andy that in uh in just the time we have remaining we'll have one last question for you because i wanted to ask you about that that new shanghai fix that's the first time in 97 years that we've had competition to the london fixing process and i don't know i think a lot of folks here in the states and in canada we wake up every morning to see the price being smashed overnight in london and we joke about that on my side all the time. But recently, and really you could take it back to the middle of April when the Shanghai fix came into came into being, 
We haven't seen that as a regular occurrence. Oh, it still may happen one or two, once or twice a week, but a lot of times the price is rising overnight. Instead, do you think that's related to this new Shanghai fix? Absolutely. And, and again, it's one more piece of the jigsaw of the physical market starting to wag the tail of the, of the spot dog. And, and so really, it's turning. we've turned the whole thing around. Uh, the physical market is influencing. And I think one thing, I know we haven't got much time here, but one thing I wanted to, 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 to illustrate here is because how the central banks are all moving into gold at this point is that, look, take a look at JP Morgan's revelation this mm -hmm. week. I mean, I'll only stick to this for a second. Quote, it's time for the central banks to diversify out of bonds into gold. Now, let's just remember what that, just think about that for a minute. And then um, now, what, but what's interesting, I think even more interesting about this JP Morgan's bullish call, what is not generally understood by commodity traders is that since Blythe Masters departed JP Morgan, along with her commodity traders, JP Morgan Gold Trading has moved to the FX trading desk. And this market-making bully bag clearly taking the view way back then that gold is money. And that's missed by a lot of people. Yep. Um, and they trade alongside the BIS, the Bank of International Settlements, who also operate in this $5 trillion a year over-the-counter gold FX market. Now, these are clear footprints, Craig, that confirm our observations that the central banks are moving into gold while rigging the paper markets lower ahead of an imminent reset. There is no other solution to this. Uh, also, wholesalers have been wrong-footed. Um, but, you know, at the same time, they've been happy to accumulate while price comes to them. They may not any ha have that luxury anymore, and that's why we're talking about this 1300 and 1308 line. Uh, so really, I know we're running out of time, but I think I wanted to make that point. Wow. It, I tell you what, Andy, just some great stuff. Very, very interesting, and it's so important for particularly U.S. and Canadian traders that focus only on the COMEX market and the five hours a day that the COMEX is open to understand that there is so much more going on in the global gold market that they need to pay be paying attention to and andy what a comprehensive update i know eric appreciates your help this morning and i know all of us it's brought money news help appreciate your help and and in sharing your wisdom with us this morning thank you so much for your time and all this information i hope you have a great weekend okay thanks craig and all the best to eric and from everyone here at brought money news thanks for listening and we'll visit with you again next week